Hey everyone, welcome back to Aravipa Trail Talk. We're doing a bit of a, it's not quite a solo episode, but I am solo on this side of the camera and we got Bryce Brooks over here uh, producing the show. It's a little pre-holidays show recap. So thank you for joining us today. We're gonna be recapping our Cave Creek Thriller results, kind of our final dirt report for the Fall Dirt series. We're also going to be talking about the Aravipa racing team and taking a quick look at across the years coming up. We'll also have a Q&A portion and some quick takes. So we got a few exciting things to talk about today. Um, Bryce, congratulations on the second win in the series. Thank you, Jamel. Cave Creek Thriller 50K. Had a solid day out there. I saw you a couple times out on course. It, I mean, it was a good day. It was very cold at the start. Which I was really scared about, which I mean, we're talking 35 degrees. <laughs> and there's literally like a, what is it? Like a mega cold front across like half the country right now. Right. Did you see that? I was, uh, I saw something where it dropped, I think it was like in Wyoming somewhere. It dropped 37 degrees in 10 minutes. What? Yeah. Like yesterday afternoon. I've never been like, I've never heard of that. It was like, there's like a crazy cold front that blew in from the north and so i guess right on the front edge of that it just like instantly dropped like 30 to 40 degrees that would be wild so it could be worse it could be worse yeah <laughs> yeah we're talking uh yeah 40 degrees out 35 so but yeah no it, it's definitely chilly for us desert rats uh but yeah thank you i mean so cave creek thriller just a little bit of a i guess a summary of how it went uh when it's still dark when you start Cave Creek Thriller, it's an early start. Uh, you start right near the lake. You don't see the lake. You start right next to it, though. I think near Lake Pleasant. Right near Lake Pleasant. Yep. Thank you. Uh, and then it's a point-to-point course, which is really cool. So it's it's mostly the Maricopa Loop Trail, which how do you know how far the actual whole loop trail is? What is it? Three hundred. It depends how you add it up. I think if you do just the interior, it's like 260, I'm going to say. Oh, and then you And then there's also... like, there's additional parts that go through to more of the parks. But I think if you just did the loop without the out and backs to some of the regional parks, it's about 260. But I think there's well over 300 miles of trail currently. And they have an extension planned <laughs> mm -hmm. that's going to be out towards Wickenburg someday. Oh, interesting. There's going to be a new regional park out there. Oh, really? Vulture Mountain. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Is that where Vulture Mine It's took right place? across the street from Vulture Mine. Okay. So it's going to be the largest regional park in the entire system. And they're still in the early planning stages of it. Interesting. But, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and quick shout out to Josh Locke, for the FKT holder on the Maricopa Loop Trail. Yep. Um, so the course, yeah, point to point, it's mostly flat for, I want to say, the first 15 to 17 miles uh you make your way to the half point which is anthem and then you start getting into more rolling hills cave creek regional park uh and it's really beautiful course i mean like the first half of it's flat and then all of a sudden you're running through basically the whole town of anthem and then it changes quite dramatically once you get up into the hills so i enjoyed it my second time running it improved quite a bit on my first one nice yeah i would say it's uh it's a good connector piece. You're actually on the Black Canyon Trail briefly oh, for like a mile. Right. Um, but it is south of the main terminus. So where we end Black Canyon, there's there's another few miles of trail. Um, they were supposed to build a trailhead off the Carefree Highway, but they, I don't know if we've like fully abandoned those plans, but they're not 
moving forward with those plans at this point in time. Gotcha. So we'll see. Interesting. Um, yeah. So Bryce took the win and we had Nick Curry close behind just a few minutes back. Um, we should put a disclaimer on that. I think you think so. I think we should put a disclaimer on that. Nick ran the McDowell mountain frenzy 50 K on the third, uh, got second Yep. and then turned around seven days later on the 10th, ran the Tucson marathon third po- place podium yeah. at a road race, primarily downhill, which I don't think is quite Nick's forte, but crushed it. And then seven days later, he's out. I see him on the entrance list for Cape Creek thriller. And so, uh, I think I've mentioned this to a few people before, but I knew there was blood in the water. I've, I've raced Nick many times and Nick every single time has beat me on his negative splits towards the end of the race. Yeah. Uh, I knew his legs were not fresh going into this. So I figured if I just blasted the first half of the race, there's a chance he won't catch me at the end. And he almost did, but it worked out. And yeah, it was just three minutes at the end. I know he had, you had about eight or nine minutes on him, I think at mile 22. So he was starting to close, but you had enough on him to hold him off. Barely. We'll take yeah. it. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so yeah, we had, uh, let's see, Spencer Busby of Flagstaff came in third, about 30 minutes behind Nick. So you guys were, were definitely way out front on that one. And it looks like your time will go down as the fourth fastest all time for this event, which is awesome. Congratulations. That's huge. And Thank Nick's you much. is the fifth fastest. So you ran a 401. Only three people have ever broken four. So close. And I was there to see the course record last year, which we'll be mentioning this yep. individual later in the show, but Ryan Raff crushed it last year. and That was impressive to see. Yep. And then on the women's side, we have Rachel Buzzard was your winner in what she just placed, what, second or third at Frenzy? And hers was the, looks like, seventh fastest all time with a 517. Now, shout out to Megan Cooperis because she ran a 420 last year with Natalie <sighs> Sandoval on her heels. So those are, those are some fast times right there. The ladies last year were, I mean, it was, they were three of the top six. Yep. Oh, man, four of the top five. Yep. With Lauren Curry, Nicole Hansen. That's yep. That's wild. And Summer Igo was your second place finisher, ninth fastest all time with a five twenty four. Which disclaimer there too, she just ran McDowell Mountain fifty miles. So two weeks later. Kudos to Summer for running recovery. that on heavy legs. Yep. Legit. Um so yeah, that is that's kind of our Cape Creek thriller recap. Let's see. Third place was I'm looking at Bella Ward from Phoenix. Bella Ward is she ran she's ran all three so far. She's yeah, I'm really taking a well. look at the we like to recap our standings as well. So our our Hawk series is the long distance in the Desert Runner Trail series, which if you haven't been tuning in is our premier winter trail series here in the Phoenix area. We hit all of the regional parks and so we have we're out three out of the seven so far. The next one is Santan uh, in early January same day as bandera actually and bryce brooks is the top of the list so far so you need to score three we score your top three out of seven races so i guess at this point you can just improve but you're doing pretty good 2869 in terms of points so you can get up to a thousand points per race and it's based upon the winning time with 
the exception of Mesquite, mm, which last bonus. year, uh, so last year I was in the lead all the way through, and then Aaron Barber snuck in and took a few of the last ones and then took a win at uh, Mesquite Canyon. Is it the 50 mile or the 50K? One of those two he, he did really well at last I year. I forget which one he did, but... Yeah, you could. That's the kind of the strategy is you can choose either, so you can score points in either. So you kind of, if you want to take the series win, you basically have to show up at Mesquite and do well. So I'm sure you're going to be targeting that one. I mean, with two wins, you're setting yourself up in a good position. But you know, if you can score 1,200 plus points, that will replace your 869 at McDowell. Oh, totally. Yeah. I I I thought I had it last year, and then Aaron went out and crushed it. So. You know, got to show up to Mesquite. I love yep. that. Uh, let's see. And Bella Ward is currently your women's leader with 2,807 points, second overall. So we'll keep an eye on, on those as we go. Um, we'll do a quick recap of the, uh, the 24 K, uh, Dan Watson again with the win, Chad Boise and Julian Kuyu third. And for the women, we had Leah Rosenfeld took the win over Natalie Sandoval. And then it was Amanda Westergaard. And we had a little bit of drama, I guess, up at the front of the 24K. It's also a point-to-point race. It was like a mile or two in. There was a pack that took a wrong turn. Wild. Like went off the trail, just out and back on a dirt road. I think Natalie was part of that pack. Some of the top men were part of that pack. So who knows how it would have played out, but that's part of trail racing. Oh, yeah. They, they should have had the pink shirt on for a disclaimer, whoever was leading that pack out. Uh, so Dan Watson is currently your overall uh, Trail Owl Series leader, and he has two wins so far. And then Amanda Westergaard, who was third, um, she had a win at McDonald Mountain Frenzy, and she has 2,827 points. So we'll see how that continues to play out. Just recap, our Roadrunner series is kind of our little bit lower distance, 10K, 11K, 10-mile distance. We got Alicia Morton, who won Cave Creek Thriller, and Frenzy is out in the lead. And it looks like no male has won more than one race. Hmm. Um, But there are a handful of folks uh, that have done all three, and they're the ones that are kind of on the leaderboard right now. Jeff Colston is your current leader. And then our Quail, which is our short series for our shortest distance. Uh, Sam Lev is currently your leader. Uh, He won pass and then was podium, I think, for the next couple. And then Francesca Ferry is your women's leader at the moment. And again, no one has won more than one race so far. So that's kind of your recap there. So yeah, we have spring passes still available up until the start of our spring series, which is Santan Scramble. So Check those out. We have uh, four races from January through March. Uh, Santan, Coldwater, Elephant Mountain, and Mesquite Canyon, of course, going to be our championship race. And then we we like to celebrate everything at Damn Good Run in April. So that's kind of the, the capstone of the entire experience, the little lake party that we have going on. So, yeah. I don't know if you have anything more to add for Let's Dirt see. Series right now, but I think that's kind of our, our recap for today. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll just mention with Santan coming up, awesome course. I love that. I love Santan Regional Park. Kind of grew up out there. Uh, we are doing a group run. If anybody wants to jump into Santan last minute, it's going to be I believe the 
Thursday before the race. We'll be putting a social announcement out about it. But if you want to come out, do one lap. Course preview. Course preview. It's about a little over six miles. We'll go at a pretty even pace or pretty steady pace. Uh, and then afterwards, we'll regroup for food and who's, uh, hope, who's helping to host that that is with queen creek run club down shout there shout out to queen creek running company company thank company, you company yeah yes queen creek running company shout out to those guys um for being out in the southeast valley and serving out there yep awesome what should we move on to next let's see strava segment so we've been doing these strava segments uh, yeah. this one is called we Scott wanted to do something a little bit shorter on this one. And so we have the ABC always be closing. This is just a 0.15 mile section. And let's see if I can pull it up in the right way here to see the recent efforts. It looks like on December 17th, we had Brian King and Dan Watson tie on this one, 50 seconds. Look at that pace, 522. And this is closing it out. This is the very end of the race, like basically almost basically to the finish line. You can see the elevation profile here. So mo I mean, the down the end of the course is pretty much like a downhill at the last mile. There's a little roller, it's and then there's one steep pitch until you cross the finish line. At first, he wanted to do just the steep pitch. I think that would have been like four seconds. Right. And uh, Strava doesn't let you do that. So Yeah. We probably would have had like a 50-way tie. It's probably <laughs> good that we didn't do that. But it's a good point. Uh, we did have Brian and Dan here closing it out strong. And then um, let's see. Who was next? Matthew Hamilton was next at 52 seconds. So definitely a close call here. Andy Klink. Oh, that was from a couple years ago. But you can tell all these are either mid-october or end of december right so they all happened at cape creek thriller for certain for certain and on the women's side natalie uh by 17 seconds wow she closed strong she closed very strong and also shout out to sabrina sabrina runs a lot of our races she volunteers all the time you see her she's everywhere. on our event crew too she's on the event crew yeah. Uh, so shout out to Sabrina who crushed that last year. names up at the front there and summer, of course. Yeah, there are a lot of familiar names through here. And if we want to look at, so we're on this month. If we go to all time, Megan has it by quite a bit. Wow. At the end of that 50 K and next to with, with Colleen, Natalie again, and Leah Mack, a lot of familiar names on there. Jessica Brazow. She was chasing me down last year. Yep. Scary. Yep. She's quick too. I've heard her name. Oh Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, what should we do next? Across the years preview? Yeah, we can take um, a peek. Super excited. Just thank you to everyone. Shout out who's coming out to Across the Years. We're getting to the end of our December madness. It was very stressful for uh, Aravipa and the team. Thank you. Shout out to our awesome staff and team for getting through this month. Um, it's been a lot. So I appreciate everyone who's... Uh, been part of the team and uh we've we've kind of gotten through it here so across the years is coming up we we did a 10 day for cut last couple years we're shortening it down you know just a six day and below <laughs> um but probably uh, a good thing but we do have a lot going on so six day we have a three day two day one day you can choose your day we've got a six and 12 hour a hundred miler marathons each day uh, with a lot of marathon maniacs coming out to get multiple days in 
And then we do have our last person standing, which is shaping up to be pretty awesome this year. Uh, last year, I feel like was a little bit of a step down in terms of competitiveness from the first year. We, we didn't go quite as far as the first year, but this year I'm fully expecting it to go minimum two days is what I'm calling. I'm thinking 200 miles. There are, I will say there are some stubborn people, and I mean that in the most <laughs> complimentative way. But I think uh, I, th I think there's a lot of people in this who can grind for a long time. A lot of through hiking experience in here, specifically yep. with the AZT. Yep. It's going to be good stuff. A lot yep. of Cocodona experience, too. Aaron Barber um, jumped in there last minute, too. Who? Aaron Barber. Oh, yeah, Aaron Barber. That's Oh, really? That's legit. So we got our sixth day. We have 69 people registered, which is a great turnout. This is our biggest across the years ever. We have almost 600 entrants. Can still sign up online by midnight tonight. But we have uh, Budger Girl Bayamba from, well, it says he's from Washington now, but originally from Mongolia. It was our, our winner last year. Is one was the men's winner at Jackpot and a bunch of other races, Six Days at the Dome. Just so steady if you see him in person. It's very impressive. We got Annabelle Hepworth coming back from Australia. Martina Hausman, our uh, women's mileage leader for across the years, going to hit 5,000 miles this year. Our men's mileage leader, John Giesler, uh, coming back. He's going to hit 6,000 lifetime miles this year. Uh, Iso Yukra, we've got Katra Corbett, Danny Westergaard. Just a lot of, uh, of fixed-time legends are in the mix here. We have a lot of mileage jackets this year. We just placed our, our final order. We have probably a dozen thousand mile jackets. We've got a half dozen 2000 mile jackets. So it's going to be exciting times. Lots of achievements there. Um, our hundred mile race, we got over 50 people signed up for that one, including Mark Hammond. It's going to be one of our faster runners out there. Thomas Reese, another uh, masters, but fast runner. Uh, Maya Detmer is coming out. Jason Green, shout out to Yeti Runners. Christina Pham just signed uh -oh. up. Um, she is former Era Viper Racing Team, super fast, has been out to um, across the year, or Desert Solstice before, sorry. Maya was actually, and so was John Willman. They both did our uh, last person standing the first year. Oh, uh, okay. They made it pretty far with us, so it uh, should be a good time. Uh, you just, when you go through this, it's just just want to point out how many people are not from Arizona in this. Yeah. It is a very not local race. I, I mean, mean, it's a great winter escape to come out, get a lot of miles in, celebrate the new year. And that's kind of what we see. So last person standing, we got 17 entrants. We have uh, both of our champions from the last two years returning now, Anthony Tadjuski, uh, who bested me in the first year. We got Jeff Garmeyer, last year's champion. We also have Last year's runner-up, Paul Nielsen, who was also a fierce competitor that first year. He's coming back again, and hopefully he'll figure things out even more so. We got, of course, Bryce Brooks, Aaron Barber, local. Uh, Michael McKnight, who ran 100 miles on zero calories last year's running. We have local Kristen Mullins of Phoenix. And who else here? We have... Uh, Eric Halston, who was attempting the FKT on the Arizona trail as well, right behind Michael McKnight. So it's going to be a good show. Yep. That's kicking off at noon on December 31st. And 
We might try a live stream of it. I don't want to overpromise, but I would love to have a live stream of that. I think it'd be super fun. So we'll see if we can make that happen with everything going on. So yep. not going to promise it, but I'm, I'm shooting for it. That would be so cool. You guys can tune in for that, however long it goes. Um, I don't want to get into all of them because I think it'll be, it'll. I don't want to bore you overly, but um, there is a lot of great competitors in all these races. Maybe I'll take a quick peek at the 24 hour because that one has 150 people in it. Let's see if there's any big names here. We've got Stacy Costa, uh, Ryan Shepard, Van Fan, Chris Pope. Hmm. Catherine Weiss is a pretty highly ranked second at Tusher's Marathon. Should be a pretty quick one. Got Anyways. Adam in there who's been running a bunch of races locally recently. I know he's he's done some longer. I think he did a really long one at the Doggy Dash even. Like he's really? been doing longer efforts. I see uh Peter Mortimer jumped in there. Nice. For the twenty four? Yep. Awesome. Um should we move on to your Viper Racing team? Let's do that. Or what do you want to go through? That, that sounds next? great. Yeah. Awesome. So Era Viper Racing Team, this is um a little history. We we wanted to support a local racing team uh, a bunch of years ago. I forget how many years we've been doing it now, but it just it's just kind of a fun concept and you know, give a little bit of support to some of the faster athletes uh locally, regionally, uh that can't maybe aren't at the level of getting a full sponsorship from a brand. Uh, and maybe even to help bridge the gap. That's another one of our goals is to to elevate their presence and hopefully they can get some more support from out there. So this has kind of grown over the years. We have an application process annually and we've as we've added events in other states, we've wanted to add team members and teams. So uh, we do now have events in four states. And so we have expanded our team and we had an incredible application pool this year. So thank you to everyone that applied. It was incredibly difficult to whittle it down to this team that we have. And we it's a tough balance because we want to support as many athletes as we can while still giving the attention that, that the team deserves. So we had 20 team members last year. We have a bit of a bigger team this year. And we're, we're hoping to increase the support. Uh, we have... We've added a new co-team lead, team manager. I forget how we're, we're calling it, um, but Colleen Lingley, in addition to Bryce, are gonna kind of be working with our team members. So she's a, f a former team member that wanted to kind of give back and help mentor some of our athletes. So we're really excited about that. Um, she's, a, she's gonna be such an asset. She's just uh, she's so in the community, she's so knowledgeable, and then she's, she's ran all these races and placed really well at them before. So yep. very excited. Also a mountain biker too, which is great. Cause yep. we also have a mountain bike team. So yeah, let's go through the team real quick. Um, we did kind of shift the team or slightly more non Arizona based. Now we actually have more team members, not from Arizona than from Arizona, which is pretty cool. It used to be all Arizona and yeah, we'll just go through them here real quick. Give them the team a shout out. So our Arizona team for the women, we have Sarah Ostazuski returning. We have Nicole Lane, uh, Brianna Grigsby, uh, Lindsay McDonald, Georgia Porter, who's been on an absolute tear as of late, just won the Golden Shoe Award. So also has a sponsorship from Solomon this next year. We've got Nicole Hansen and Megan Cooper is who we talked about uh, a little bit earlier. 
Right. And returning for the men, we have Peter Mortimer, Austin Horn, Rory Moynihan, and a couple new faces. We have Ryan Raff, who has the course record at the Thriller 50K, and Devin Sharps, who's on the Aravipa event staff and now also on our racing team. Uh, he he loves excelling at those shorter distances. And then Pedro Gomez, who's also a uh, competitive triathlete, um, but does like to use trail races as training and is going to be running, I believe, his first ultra at Black Canyon coming up. Black Canyon or Havelina. Yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on to Colorado, we have Graham and Corinne Chalvoy returning. We also have added Ryan Sullivan, Adam Vaidbancourt, and Jeff Garmeyer. For the women, we have Meredith Bruner returning. We've also added, oh, and Tessa Chesser has switched teams from Arizona to Colorado right. officially, uh, but she's still on the team. We have Lauren Puritz, Celinda Heinel, Liz Canty, who just moved to Colorado. Shout out to Liz. Uh, that's our Colorado team. And I think I'm super excited to have both Nevada and Utah, Utah better represented. So we've we've had maybe one i think just one athlete from utah in the past we've got a great team i think mostly centered around salt lake now very excited for these guys and gals so we've got maya detmer who we just talked about from nevada and joe bushi they're from the las vegas area and then for the women from utah we have jane mouse megan drake for the guys we have caleb olson sean smith and mike ambrose so i don't have all the resumes of all these athletes here with me right now, but I can guarantee you they are all uh, very accomplished in their own right. So, yep. And uh, if you are curious for their accolades, uh, check back next year on the Aravipa website, and we'll uh, we'll have a, an updated teams page with a, a lot of their highlighted performance on there. Yep, should have that up shortly here. So, yeah, just a huge thank you again um, to all the team members from this year. I know some some are not returning, um, but quite a few are. So. Best of luck in your future endeavors. And um, again, to everyone that applied, thank you. Uh, let's talk maybe for a quick second. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Also our mountain bike team. Can't forget the mountain bike team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we which have, has, which I'll just, just a quick note on that. Yeah. It's grown, does it be 500% if it went from <laughs> one to five? I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, one team member last year. It was Miles White. So shout out to him. We had 24 applicants this year for the mountain bike team, and we we uh, wanted to we wanted to expand but not go crazy this year, I guess. And so it was tough tough call, but we do have Marion Chalou, Maria Vasquez, Robert Cogburn, Andy Wenzel are also joining. Um, Maria and Andy are like ultra distance biking. I would say they're doing really long stuff, mountain and road, and um, then Marion and Robert are, I would say more shorter distance to mid distance, kind of doing a lot of our local stuff here. So yeah, shout out to all these folks for joining up. And, um, yeah, I did want to say real quick, if you are interested in the team, uh, they do get free race entries. They do get some additional sponsored support, um, from some of the brands that we work with. And if you're interested, some of the things we look for, um, typically we look for folks that are winning, local races. So if, if you're lining up at a local era Viper race, say a, a dirt series race or something that's kind of more local copper corridor or things like that, 
probably going to be winning the race, a lot of these folks. And then if it's a more regionally competitive race, you'll be on the podium. It's kind of the, I would say the bare minimum standards. Um, it's not like that totally across the board, but that's a lot of times what we look for. So when we're looking to compare, so keep that in mind as you're, I guess, training up and running racing this year. Keep an eye out for next year when we have our applications. Probably November, October, November timeframe is usually when those go out. Yep. All right. What else we got? Uh, let's see. I think I had just one or two quick takes for you if you yeah. want to dive yeah, into Yeah, we got. We don't fast. have a ton of time yep. with the holidays here, but we'll do a couple quick things here. Uh, let me start off with this. I'm going to throw it to the TV screen. Where is it, Jamel? What trail? What trail is Courtney on in this most recently posted oh. picture? Is this? Oh God! You've this d- is, I'm I'm sure you've done it. Yeah, this is. Um, Don't look at the comments. Okay, I'm not looking at the comments. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say it's like Piestawa, mm. but it's not exactly. It's a little farther in the other direction from us. Uh I see power lines. I see, oh, is this South Mountain? It is. This is Marcos Denisa. It's exactly where it is. You know, right by the power line climb. Nice. Got it. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chris, I think Chris probably tied you or beat you to it in the chat. Chris Warden. And then uh, I, this is one of the craziest finishes to a marathon. This is at CIM here. This is at CIM. This is with three seconds to spare for an Olympic <gasps> qualifier. For an OTQ. Oh so my gosh. She is like she is done. Cannot run another step. But she got it? Oh. She got it. Dang, by three that like it was seconds. One second, but officially three seconds. Officially three seconds. And then you Jeez. see somebody come flying past her. Who missed it? I, 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 it's tough to say. You never right. know until the official. That one was close. With the yeah, I was talking. That's wild. Yeah, talking to Matt about uh, chip time versus gun time, but whew, right at the edge there. Wow. And then uh, last one here. I thought this was cool. It's a high, a high schooler made an app. He's a cross country runner, and what this so it's a predictor for your races, but it's also it analyzes your shoes. So you take a picture of your shoes, you put it on this app, which it's called Fast and Fit, only available for iPhones. Tried it out. Pretty interesting. Kind of simple. But I took a picture of one of my shoes that I wore years ago. You take like a picture of the bottom of it? Yep. Okay. And then you just upload it and it tells you if you're pronating, supinating. So or... it looks at like the wear pattern of the tread, basically? Exactly. Got it. That's kind of cool. It's At this point, it's pretty simple. But I mean, I could see this being like really cool for gait analysis, or if you're looking at like technique for your for your stride. Interesting. Um, but yeah, and then maybe we can end on this. One more weird race I found. <laughs> it's this is Woolsack racing. Oh yeah, Woolsacks. I love Woolsacks. <laughs> I I never heard of that. Term I thought before. you were serious for a second. Uh, this is in this is in England, as all the I'm weird races that's are. Just how they bag up sheared wool. Yep. Like in its raw format? I believe so. It looks and, fairly heavy. And it's also downhill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that guy just skirts through the middle. So yeah, mole racing. Oh, I like that that guy's wearing a marshmallow suit. I like that there's a, a downwards hill that they're running. Oh, yeah. They're super top heavy. Oh, and but... then a, is that a hill? Yeah, it looks like it's rolling. So it's a little bit of a roller. 
And is this like the original obstacle course race, do you think? They've probably been doing this for a while. This looks like a long-standing tradition. I agree. But yeah, so after you do the various other strange races that have in England, like riding a bike through a ditch with a snorkel and and then all their their, their go-kart races or their man-powered cart races, you can grab a full sack, run Go up a hill. until you try it. Exactly. Have um, you seen, um, I got one I'm going to throw at you. Have you seen this pro trail runners group that just formed pro trail runners? Yeah. No. Look on Instagram. Okay. Called, I think it's called pro trail runners. It's, uh, I think like Francisco poopy is how I found out about it. But oh. I don't know if he's one of the, the leaders of it, but they just, I think they got like 150 of like the top athletes together is it the, and then they're having like a voting council. Yeah, that's it. Pro trail it? runners association. Oh, so they're, um, I guess they're putting together some sort of an organization. They have like a board member, uh, maybe to represent the voices of professional trail runners or like kind of a way for them to connect and uh, I guess have a voice. So it'll be something interesting to see huh. and keep an eye on in the sport. You know, I'm not sure all of their goals are, but it'll be, I think, important to keep an eye on that. Almost like a, like like the NFL has like their players association. It might be something it, like that. Maybe to share information amongst each other potentially. Hmm. So interesting. I mean, you can see with like everything that's going on in terms of like fairness and anti-doping and all this stuff, like something like this is probably overdue and needed because, you know, I think otherwise it's kind of left up to the, you know, a loose affiliation of race organizers or, you know, these governing bodies, which sometimes don't have the athlete's best interest in mind. You think they would, but that isn't always the case. So I think probably having a voice from the athletes is, is a good thing. I agree. Those, <laughs> I was just like it's big names. I, this was what I was about to say. Killian I was, just, was on that call. Matthew Blanchard, Francisco Poopy, uh, Corinne, Corinne Malcolm. Yeah. Um, you have Jasmine Lothar, who I think won the Canyons hundred K got Adam Peterman Adam there. Peterman. I didn't even see him up there. Yeah. Wow. Very so, cool. Very legit. Yeah. And they've got like Pal Capel is on their board. Caitlin Gerben. Um, as some of these names I'm not familiar with, but, it's a lot of people. Um, yeah. So pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Um, is that about wrap it up for us, Jamil? Um, let's see here. It might. Um, I guess, yeah, just wishing oh. everyone. Uh, Triathletes are taking over. This is what I had. This is after Heather Jackson at Havilene, I saw this. What is the Virginia State 100K road record? I don't know. I was reading through it. Like, is that a race or is it just like the entire state of Virginia? I think it's the state of Virginia is my understanding. State record. Where tenth, was this at? Tenth fastest woman in the country. Huh. Right on. So, yeah, just uh, I guess this is kind of us signing off for the year. So thank you guys oh, yeah. just in general for running with Aravipa this year, for tuning into our media channels. Um, we've got a lot of talks in motion about what we want to do next year. We hope to have a larger media presence in 2023 than we did in 2022. I don't think we did terrible, but I think there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, we're kicking things off strong with the live stream of the Bandera 100K. Mm. I don't know if we've talked about that on Trail Talk, but 
Um, we are looking for a couple more advertising partners to help support what we're doing. We're taking a lot of uh, the burden to produce that on, on our, put it on our plate, I guess, just being transparent. So any, uh, we'd appreciate some help on that end. So we have a couple packages available. You can feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we think it'll be providing you some good airtime for your brand or your company. So, uh, and it helps to keep these sorts of things free for uh, the community at large. So without support of our partners, we likely will not be able to do this for long. So we appreciate the support. Um, and you can also support us individually. And there's definitely a few ways to do that. You can join our Patreon on Steep Life Media. You can do super chat donations. I mean, even signing up for our races or shopping at Mountain Outpost. There's a lot of different ways to support everything that we do. So I know we have a lot going on here. That's my call out, but it should be great. It's going to be, we're putting a lot into this live stream. We're bringing out uh, quite a few uh, camera operators. We've got some exciting uh, commentary co-hosts, both in the studio and on site. So, you know, we're flying these people out. We are, uh, we've got a lot of equipment going out to Texas and uh, yeah, it should be a good show. We're excited to offer that. And then on the heels of that, we have Black Canyon coming up again, too. So lots of opportunities coming up. Yep. It's going to get spicy again quick here at Air Viper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not we're not slowing down too much. Nope. So awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, do we have any questions? We didn't even get to any. But we kind of need to get wrapping up. Maybe if we had a couple real quick. Not so much. Awesome. Uh, there was one from Levi Light Gaming. You miss me? Yes, Levi. Yes. We miss you. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's all that's on here. So yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Um, we do have some exciting stuff coming out. Um, I'll tease it now. There could be a chasing gold in the lead up to Bandera in the works. So just leave that little tip. Perfect. It's going to be great. Great way to start off the year. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time.